never give up. Fighting till the end, gotta get back up. No time for loss. Fighting till the end, no matter what the cost. Keep moving, gotta get back up. What? Keep moving, gotta get back up. Keep moving, gotta get back up. What? Keep moving, gotta get back up. Happy, 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 happy Friday. Here we go. And what a busy month of uh, September, February, man. So much happening. At least here in Florida. When when it gets to be February here and you guys are in the muck of winter up there, we, we, we are in our prime. I'm just saying. It's beautiful. Like 72 degrees and gorgeous and fun. Daytona 500 just passed. I love that. I'll talk about that in a second here because it's a really neat thing I like about the Daytona 500. But today, clearing the clutter, clearing your mind. That's what we're talking about because clutter in your life is a big deal. I was having a conversation with a client just the other day, and I've had this conversation a thousand times. So what I will tell you today is not being made up. It's real practice almost every day of my life. It just happens. So hang on with Ryan. It is the Daily Boost from MotivationToMove.com, the positive boost you need every single day. Yes, as I recorded this show, Daytona 500 is about ready to run. And so the Air Force Thunderbirds are uh, rocking my studio. Oh, well. <laughs> it's what, I wish I could fly one of those airplanes. That would be so much fun. I fly little airplanes. I don't fly big, fast, cool airplanes like that. But, man, they're fast. They do some cool stuff. And, uh, you know, one of my things I do when the race happens, because the race, it's five miles away. But I can see the jets flying five miles away. It's Florida. It's flat, right? We can see the jets. And what I like to do is turn the TV on and watch them sing the national anthem at the beginning of the race. And then I look out my window because you know how the jets fly over just as the national anthem comes to an end? It's so cool to see it on TV and to see it. Anyway, it's a silly little thing I do. How are you? My name is Scott Smith. I'm pumped up for the weekend. I'm glad you're here today. Thanks for stopping by. Remember, March 4th, the week of 4th, 5th, 6th, well, that Monday through Thursday. I got stuff for you. We're going to uh, reveal this Face Your Passion 2.0 program. Uh, and I want you to be part of it. So if you'd like to be on the list, so you're sure to get I think I'm going to keep it fairly small. Actually, I'm not going to go too big, maybe 100, 200 people on the call. That's about it. So uh, go get registered or at least sign it. Get on the list. There's no official registration. Go to FaceYourPassion.com. Put your name on the list. I won't spam you. And I'll let you know when it happens and you can register if you want to. Delio? Okay. So I was talking uh, before I get into how I want to feel today and the question we asked today. I do want to make mention of something that I observe when I go to the Daytona 500. And I do go, I go to the race every couple of years, but I live really, my gym's right. I literally can hear the cars and see the track right behind the gym. So that's, I'm up there every single day. But here's the cool part about it. And this is something I never want to miss. I live in a place where there's cool stuff happening all the time. And yet I go up there during the race time and I see tens of thousands of people coming in there and they are living the dream. Once in a lifetime for many of them, pack up and go to Daytona and see their thing. It's it's a spectacular experience. And I hope for you that you can see other people doing that. They can see other people and just recognize just for a moment in time that this may be the only chance they get to do what they're doing. And maybe they do it year after year, but maybe not. There are a lot of just one time. And think about yourself, about that thing that you, you just need to do. I never forget that. When you live in a place where you have some stuff that people want to do, I just always try to pay attention to that. All right, question today. How do I want to feel? It's on my diary I write every single day. And I got to tell you, when you answer the question, how do I want to feel, and you do it every single day, you would think that eventually the answer would become the same. It doesn't. Every single day when I write in my diary, I call it my daily awareness diary. Awareness, the number one key to getting what you want in life. Paying attention. 
every day I write in it, I get down. I think it's about the, uh, maybe the uh, fourth or fifth question I have on that, the prompt that I have. I want to get down to that question. How do I want to feel every single day? It's different. Now, here's why. When you answer that question, when you pose that question to yourself, when this podcast is over today and you sit down and say, well, Scott told me to, to ask myself how I wanted to feel. Think about the question. How poses a question immediately. Your subconscious mind perks up and goes, oh, you talking to me. Do I? Yep, you are talking to me. Want. It's okay to want, guys. Feel. <gasps> feel. That's emotions. Cool. So the boss is talking to me right now. I'm going to pay attention. The boss says, how do I want to feel? Well, I'm going to tell the boss you want to feel great. Whatever. Prosperous. Excited. I don't know what it is. And then your subconscious mind will say, go forth and do it. And you'll be like, I got stuff to do. Leave me alone. But I'm just saying, if you do it enough, and if you pay attention, and if you're aware of yourself, I mean, if you answer it every single day like I do, I literally every single day I ask that question to myself, and then I look back and I go, my God, it changed every single day. I must live a wacky life, or we're all just emotional creatures. And we can begin to see the patterns in there. You know what I did? Can I share something with you? This is kind of cool. I took every instance where I, I asked myself that question, how do I want to feel? I took the answers. I put them into one document. I fed it into ChatGPT. And I said, summarize this into one, I think it was 50 words I gave it. One statement of how I want to feel. And in about three seconds, it summarized two months worth of answers. And it was, it was amazing. I'll try it sometime. Face Your Passion 2.0, we actually have an AI component in it where we do that where your values and your goals and everything else in seconds. In seconds, you can figure out your life. All right, let's get to it today. Clearing the clutter and clearing your mind. This is a big deal. I talk about this all the time. I have noticed in life that humans are hoarders when it comes to keeping stuff that works and doesn't work. Done this a long, long time. I, my only credibility that I have is I've done it a long time, day in, day out, 24-7, talking to tens of thousands of people. At this point, probably pushing 20,000 coaching hours. Just crazy what I've done. And at some point, you get kind of an x-ray vision. It's like going to a doctor's office. Well, I'm going to take an x-ray, but I already know what the problem is, right? It's the same thing. You see it all the time. So you're a hoarder. We all are hoarders, as if we do. And if, unless you figure this out. Now, I'm not talking the hoarder on TV with the house kind of thing. That's... I still don't understand that. That's way above my pay grade. But you're really an expert at, at hoarding stuff as if your life depends on it. So let's dig into this a little bit. Number one, you are hanging on to what has worked well, but needs to go so you can do more of what you want to do. You're hanging on to what's always worked. And sometimes you got to let that go, don't you? Now, number two is the more fun one. It's the one that keeps me in business. Hanging on. To what doesn't work in hopes that it will work someday. Are you doing that one? My guess is you're doing a little bit of both. You are. And it's hard to drop stuff. When I talk to people, when I'm working with them and working through it, I can so clearly see what they need to get out of the way because I'm, I'm, I'm an unbiased outside person. I can see that, but you can't always see it when you're thinking about it. So what are you hanging on to that has worked really well for you, but needs to go so you can do the other stuff you want to do? And what are you hanging on to that doesn't work, has never worked, is not going to work, and yet you're hanging on and hoping it will work that you need to get rid of today. My guess is you have a couple of items on your list. I would write a couple items down. If you're thinking about it right now, making notes. By the way, it always freaks me out. A lot of times people send me a picture of their notes. It's kind of, it's kind of weird. I mean, it's, I really appreciate it. 
But it's weird because it's like, wait a second, they listen to me and they made notes about what I was saying and then they go apply it in their life and it actually works. I don't care what you say, who you are. I know it works. Still freaks me out. Keep sending those pictures, by the way, because I like to be freaked out. Whichever one you are, hang on to what works. It doesn't work. It can go on for years, leading to frustration as long as you, you want something else, right? I was on the phone with a client. It's a couple of weeks ago at this point. And we ran into a situation. It happens. We began dealing with a... Uh, they've been dealing with it for a few months. We've got to work through this thing. So as I was exploring with the client, um, here's the basic questions that she had in her mind. Should I keep it? Should I put it to the side and come back to it? Should I toss it and go over? Should I? Should I? Should I? And finally, I'd had enough. <laughs> I just did. It was like, again, kind of X-ray vision. Not a bad way. I'm, that's my job to listen between the lines and pay attention, right? Help you sort things out. I finally said the only thing that did come to mind. I said, the fact that you keep questioning this tells me you want to drop it. You're just worried about what comes next, which is strange because what you want is what comes next. I will tell you this, that whether you want to drop it or whether you want to keep it. If you keep sorting it out in your mind and can't figure it out, it's one of those two things. If you can't stop it from your mind and bounce, if you're still trying to figure it out months or years later, it's one or the other. You're either going to move forward or you're going to drop it. The question is which one? And you're afraid to make that decision because it is kind of scary, which is really weird because the thing you want is on the other side of the decision you need to make. But I get it. We all do it. I Heck, I did it for Fisher Passion. did it for a long time. I, I went back and forth and back and forth, whether I would do it again eventually my heart said, no, this is what you like to do. You love to study passion, purpose, meaning, and legacy. I love it. I live it every single day for myself. I'd love to make it happen in other people's lives. Finally, I had to accept it and give up everything else and just go forward. Let me ask you a question. How would you feel if you dropped everything holding you back right now and woke up in the morning with a clean slate, ready to move? How would you feel? Well, I asked that question to my client. She said, you know, and she had this embarrassed look on her face that people get when they can't pretend anymore. I love that look. I just love this little smile people get. Man, I don't know how you even hide it. You can't. You think you hide, but you can't. It's like, i just been busted. Oh, my God. He just busted me. But I'm going to stand here and maintain my composure because, you know, i got to do that. Gosh, I wish Zoom was not around. wish I could be on the phone that I could hide it better. But no, she was busted. She knew it. That's when she said, I'm not going to lie. If I dropped everything holding me back right now, woke up in the morning and with a clean slate, I'd feel pretty good. Mm, would. You've done that before. You got out of high school. You got out of college. Busy, busy, busy. And one day you didn't drop it. It was just over because that part was over, right? And whoosh, you felt great. One day you had a job you just hated. And one day you got a new job and you got to take a week or two off in between. Whoosh, God, feels so good. So many instances in your life where something comes to an end and freedom arrives. In the world I live in here in this time of year when all the snowbirds come to the Daytona Beach area, a lot are retired. They put in their 30 or 40 years. They're just like, man, this is so cool. <sighs> they drop the job. We had a moment. And in that moment, everything changed. So my suggestion to her was this, a 30-day cooling off period, at least 30 days, sometimes longer than that is necessary. But with the understanding that she was going to move forward and not backward, 
Why the cooling off period? Because sometimes you get all pumped up, you get excited, you're ready to commit because you've been taught to do that. Oh, got it. I know what I want. Scott, help me figure it out. Let's go. I agree. I don't want you to be fixing to get ready anymore, but I do want you to cool off and make sure it's cool. And it might scare you a little bit, but if it keeps pinging back at you a little bit, you know you made the right decision. She called me back a little bit later on, and uh, and they rare, clients rarely do that. I mean, they they don't pick up the phone and just call me, although that's exactly what I want them to do. If they need me, have something to say, just call me. I'll pick up the phone. I know who you are. Call me up. She said, you know, I've thought about the 30-day thing. I don't need to do it. Thank you. I said, why is that? Why? She goes, I've been thinking about it long enough. I'm good. It's simple. When making a life decision, if you stay, you can't go. If you go, you can't stay. It's that simple. So if you're finding yourself stuck, if you find you got to clear the clutter out of your mind, and you do, you need to stop running these open NLP loops through your brain that are driving you insane. Trying to think of a rhyme because that was really good. I want to rhyme in your brain that are driving you insane. You're the only one to blame if you don't play the game. Yeah, I did it. What a way to wrap up the week. Okay, listen, it's awesome stuff. Get rid of the clutter. Make a decision. Do your thing. Come over and see me at Facebook, although not usually on the weekend a whole lot, but sometimes a little bit, okay? Dailyboostpodcast.com slash Facebook. Have a good weekend. See you Monday right here. Keep moving. Gotta get back up, what?